The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, just saying hi to all the people in Uganda. <laughs> Try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. And I'm so glad you gave a shout-out to Uganda. Have we checked to make yeah. sure we're still holding strong at second there in that very small subset of a category? Or have we lost <laughs> our place? I, I have not received an update. But I will say, it, ten, this show got put up a little bit late this week. And I can just picture people in Uganda standing around staring at their phones, waiting with bated breath for 10 minutes to save your marriage. Bold of you to assume it's people and not person singular, but hey, I'm not going to fault you for optimism. <laughs> We're number two in Uganda, come on! <laughs> How many podcast <laughs> listeners can they possibly have? Please don't get me an actual answer to that question. I'd rather not know. But what I would like to know is your thoughts on this excellent reader question. Here it is. I'm a 29-year-old female and I need your help. My mother still wants to run my life at this age. I, if I do anything that in her opinion is wrong, then I'm wrong. It's even more frustrating that, due to unavoidable circumstances, I moved back home. I've been defiant in everything I have done that just, uh, I'm sorry, let me start that sentence over. I've been defiant in everything I have done that just having her not question my decisions every once in a while would be great. How do I keep the peace while living the life I have planned out for myself? Please note that it's not just me, but all my siblings share in this fate, including those much older than me. Help. And there are three exclamation marks behind help, and it is in all caps. So clearly, she would like our assistance. Take it away, Steve. Thank goodness there wasn't an accompanying emoji, because that would have really upped the ante. <laughs> ah, meddling mothers, James. It always seems to be the case more than fathers. I don't know what it is, but at least she can, the letter writer can take comfort in knowing mom is trying to do what mom thinks is right. Now, whether that comes across isn't necessarily that there's some lost in translation stuff going on here. But I do believe mom is coming from a place of wanting the best for her kids. My question to 29-year-old letter writer is, why does mom know about all the decisions you make? <laughs> like, there's a little bit of communication that is coming from you that you may want to put the brake on, or at least ease off the accelerator. And mom might have created an atmosphere where there's an implicit demand that you tell her everything. And that might be true when you're eight, or nine, let's just stick and make this more poetic, uh, but not when you're 29 or 28, last year. I don't know, this is falling apart on me. The point is that uh, the fact that you're living at home because of unforeseen circumstances says that might be the result of a poor decision that mom's gonna hammer you about, I guess. But uh, take your lumps on that one. It, a lot of times good stuff comes out of bad stuff. It depends on how you look at it and how you go forward. But if you can sort of give mom the, the, the moments that she can kind of ascertain what your bad decision was, I would say at least give yourself like a gag order. If mom asks invasive questions, you can sidestep and not give her an answer because a, a moving target is harder to hit. So don't plant your feet and say, I did this today because now you set yourself up for um, criticism by mom. 
So as a 29 year old living at home, I get that things aren't ideal, but you can try to maintain your own sanity by carving out your own space within your mother's home and just kind of have a room. I would even literally get a lock for your door if mom comes in and sifts through your things when you're not there, which you didn't say she did, but I imagine that's a possibility. And just kind of let her know, I get it. These are partly your rules, but I'm also 29. I don't want a curfew at night. If you and dad are sleep at 11.30 and don't want me banging the door, I'll respect that as well as I can, but I would like to be treated as an adult while I'm living in your home. You don't have to say that overtly, but you can act that way. And uh, just kind of, it, it's going to take time because mom has installed the buttons in you that she pushes when she wants your information. She might guilt you. She might feel make you feel anxious or stressed out. And that makes you give up the goods, cough up what you did last night, that kind of thing. But if you can sort of anticipate what mom is going to do to try to get you to try to sweat you into the information and steel yourself against it, S-T-E-E-L-E, -E -E, then uh, you can start maintaining better boundaries and that will not only serve your mental health in the short run, but also help with your relationship with your mom. I didn't want to use with twice in a row, that's why I hesitated. Help your relationship with your mom further on down the road. What say you, James Breakwell? Well, I'm gonna go a step further than you there. Um, you've, you've kind of talked about maintaining distance within the home and establishing those boundaries. I'm gonna focus on establishing distance like physically outside of the home. Because presumably, you know, you're 29 and unavoidable circumstances put you back home. Presumably you don't plan to still be there at 39 or 49 or 59. Like, I assume you've come up with some kind of a plan to get out. So stop viewing your mom's overbearingness as a hindrance and start viewing it as an asset. It is your greatest motivation in the world to make that plan come to fruition Ooh, and get out of there. Nice. Yeah, every nice. time every time she needles you about something, you know, use that as that extra motivation to go out and uh, build up your savings or find that job or whatever it is that's holding you back that put you in there. I mean, this it, it's a very much in, in, in your face motivation to say, I can't just sit back and rest on my laurels. I'm not comfortable here. And it's good that you're not comfortable there because at 29 you don't want to be li living at home so it's kind of yeah. good that the you know there's that you know the heat under your feet there to keep you moving now as far as I, I don't know if you've considered this but it sounds like your some of your older siblings are out of the house maybe it's a possibility that you go live with them or stay with them just even briefly for a weekend for a week however long they'll take you um, and then w make sure that once you do get that physical separation that you've established that emotional separation that Steve was already talking about because if you go and you move a block away or a mile away or another country to another country but every time your mom calls or texts you you still you know answer and spill the beans and let her judge you then you really haven't accomplished anything and the problem isn't that you're home right now it's that you can't establish these boundaries no matter what the distance whether the distance is halfway around the world or just in the next room so you're going to have to have both you are going to need physical distance but you're also going to need those emotional barriers to uh, to stop you from going in and then i would say a final thought on that is that you know it, it is i suppose from on the on the spectrum of parental behavior, uh, an overbearing mother is better than a mother who doesn't care at all. So you can look at it like that. That's the silver lining. She's likely overbearing because she cares. Either there's some love buried under there, and it's really not even hard that hard to see. Like, in her mind, she's helping you out, that she still knows best and all those things. And I would ask yourself, as you go through this, is there a little bit of her in you? So you obviously think that when she's overbearing, her ideas are bad and your ideas are better, but at the same time, you did just kind of crash and burn and end up at home. So, I mean, do you have 
have a little bit of her stubbornness in you. Are you? Do you think that all of your ideas are the best and that hers aren't? So don't be afraid to kind of keep one ear open and see if maybe some of mom's ideas or suggestions are good and maybe she can help you get to that goal of getting the distance a little bit faster. So never, never be afraid to take a good idea even if it comes from a source you don't like too much. Uh, thoughts, Steve? Boy, tough love for Breakwell, but very good <laughs> advice. And I'll go one further, and uh, I like what you said about use mom to motivate you to springboard the heck out of there. I, I always talk about my full belly theory with lions. When uh, clients talk about their kids aren't launching or their 20-something is at home playing video games, eating all their food, I'm like, the problem is when a lion on the Serengeti has a full belly, they just sort of lay under a shade tree <laughs> and look out at the gazelle and think, well, that looks tasty, but eh, not really interested. When a lion is hungry, that's when they get up and leave the comfort of the shade tree and go chase a gazelle and then eat it. So we want to make it just a little bit uncomfortable for your kids. Make them feel a little bit of tension so that they want to leave. And parents now are thinking, oh, well, my little kid can't survive in the big world. And unfortunately, if you think your kid is fragile, you will treat them that way. And implicitly, the message to them is, I am fragile. And they'll start buying into it and that I've got it too good at home and I don't want to leave. And that creates a whole thing. I'm not saying at all this is what uh, the letter writer is going through, but I like your concept in sort of broad strokes of don't make it quite so easy on your kids to just kind of <laughs> lay around all day. <laughs> Well, I think we are on the same page with that one. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer in 10 minutes or less, send that question to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It could be parent, child, platonic coworkers, whatever you've got. Send it in and we'll do our best to answer it. This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back. <laughs>